Are you looking for a new math curriculum? Well, CTC Math specializes in providing online video tutorials that take a multi-sensory approach to learning, favorably reviewed in Kathy Duffy's 102 Top Picks and the Old Schoolhouse Crew Review. The lessons are short and concise to help your children break down concepts and appreciate math in a whole new way. The lessons are taught the traditional way, not to the test. Each one of the video tutorials is taught by an internationally acclaimed teacher, Pat Murray, who is renowned for teaching math concepts in a simple, easy to understand way and in only a few minutes at a time. Using a multi-sensory approach, having the combination of effective graphics and animation synchronized with the voice of a friendly teacher together with practical assessment, even students who struggled with math are getting fantastic results. And the ones that were doing okay before now are doing brilliantly. Visit CTC Math today and start your free trial. That's ctcmath.com. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God? and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hey friends and welcome. Today we are going to discuss Christian strength. This is episode 268 and you can find today's show notes at a few minutes with godpodcast.com. My name is Felice Gerwitz and as I was praying about topics to share with all of you, this one just popped in my mind and I thought it would be a good one to share with you, especially when we're not feeling that we're equipped or we feel like we're lacking something. And we all have tools and resources that are available to us, but we also have what is the most important thing, and that is the love of God and the grace that comes from the Lord. Before I get started, I want to share with you our sponsor today is CTC Math. It's an award-winning curriculum designed for the entire family. So check it out at ctcmath.com. Well, I wanted to share with you something that I hope will make you smile. One of my sweet friends who gets our emails sent me this quote. If you get on the scale and don't like your weight, remember you are carrying the full armor of God. I want to thank Carolyn Wright for sending me this quote. I love it. It's the little things that remind us that we are not alone. Our strength comes from the Lord, but also from those who are like-minded and love the Lord and share his love with us. Nehemiah 8.10 reminds us, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, 
for the joy of the Lord is our strength. So friends, how can we have the strength? Well, if we love and worship the one true God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that is half of the battle. We must remember, as my dear friend reminded me, to put on the armor of Christ, the armor of God in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. And I also have a link in the show notes for this session I did on the armor of God. And we are in good company. We are the adopted children of Almighty God. So we really should rejoice. But so many times we don't feel like it. We get bogged down. And today I was filled with that joy that surpasses all understanding. There was no reason for it. In fact, before I went to church this morning, I was burdened. I was praying for my family, and I really felt a weight pressing down on me. Whenever I felt this weight, I gave it to the Lord. In my mind, I said, your will, Lord, not mine. And then I kept praying, especially for certain family members. And when I finally arrived at church and knelt down to pray, I felt an overwhelming sense of the love of God. Have you realized that as Christians, we have powerful tools that are given to us through the grace of baptism? Not only are we claimed during baptism, but for some of us, we were claimed through the intercession of our parents and godparents. For others, perhaps your baptism came as adults. But there is more. God knows everything about us, and we are worth so much more in the eyes of God. Have you read in Mark 5, we see that Jesus restores one man and casts out the evil spirits and puts them into the swine who proceed to go off the cliff. One man is worth so much more than all of the swine. The concept of exorcism shows us that God is greater than evil. There is so much more to this world than what we see. There is a spiritual realm. There are principalities and powers, and ever since the fall, we see this brokenness and disobedience of man. Yet God is light, and he continues to share and shed this goodness on a fallen world. But he gives us the choice. God gives us free will. After the fall, the world was under the dominion of the evil one. Jesus came not just to teach and heal and forgive sins, but to fight. We see this with the verses in Ephesians about the armor of God. People looked at Jesus as a prophet and they expected him to lead an army and wipe out the evil of the day. But he did this in a way that God works. God does not work by outward force. He works by the word, his word and deed. He only has to utter a a word and evil was cast out. He instructed his disciples to go forth and to command evil to leave in his name. You know, when we think about this, just think about the difference between a mighty army fighting and then God just standing there in the word of God. God spoke the word and the world came into being. Jesus spoke a word and evil departed. After the baptism of Jesus, he went to the desert to prepare for the trials to come, 
and he did it with the fight to take back what belongs to God. And that, dear friends, is you and me. Praise God, what fantastic news. If that doesn't give us a boost of faith, I don't know what does. When there were exorcisms, that was a reclaiming of what belonged to God. During the rite of baptism in the Catholic Church, I'm not sure about other denominations, but there is a rite of exorcism that is spoken. It happens in every baptism. We are claimed for the kingdom of God, but we must be delivered from the evil one before this can happen. Whenever the gospel has been proclaimed, whenever Christ is proclaimed, it's accompanied by exorcisms. We have stories of exorcisms from the beginning of the New Testament. When missionaries went to various countries, we read about it. They also had to do exorcisms to deliver people from bondage. And this happened after the resurrection as well. I heard a teaching on the topic, and there was a man. He was a priest from Spain and a renowned exorcist. He wrote a book on the topic, and he studied it extensively. In his studies, he found that there were so few exorcisms that were recorded during the Middle Ages, and he wondered why that was. But he concluded that it was because the amount of baptisms had risen. People were transformed from the kingdom of, ev- of the evil one. They were brought into the kingdom of God through baptism. Today, there's a rise in exorcisms. Why is this? Well, for many reasons. One, people aren't being baptized or having their children baptized. Another is that those baptized deny faith in God. Jesus is the true Savior. Those in sin are choosing to turn their back on him. They are choosing the evil one. And God allows us through free choice to do that. Therefore, this leaves them open to evil. It's a gateway, if you will, an open door. Fear not. If you are baptized, you have been transformed into the kingdom of God. If you have a child and you're listening to this, please have them baptized. If you are on the fence and wondering about Christianity, please seek out the Lord, seek out a believer and pray with them. And at your next opportunity, be baptized. Jesus says, do not be afraid. We have strengthened God through the Holy Spirit. In the book of Romans, particularly Romans 1, we read about the early church and their struggle, but more importantly, how they were encouraged. Romans 6, 1 through 2 says, What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Amen and amen. We have been saved. In fact, Romans 6, the heading states, Dead to sin and alive in Christ. What good news. Romans 6.23 states, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Again, we say amen. This reminds me of a podcast I did on the present moment of being mindful. I have a link again in the show notes, or you can just search for it on the website at the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. 
But we have to remember that God provides for us today, in the present, right now, when we need him most. We torture ourselves with regrets from the past, and we fear for a future that may or may not happen. Yet we only need to focus on today, right now, because God is here and he will provide for us. That, my friends, is Christian faith and it's Christian strength. So friends, rejoice. Today, as always, the Lord will provide for me and you. He will provide for your family. Continue to pray. Continue to storm heaven for what you need for your family, for those who are hurting in this world. For those who don't know the Lord, we pray. This week, your challenge is to pray for Christian strength, for the Lord to provide the grace we need when we need it. Amen, and may God be blessed. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.